All right, it's recording. This is so professional. Wait, can I do an introduction of myself? You sure can. Okay. How do you want to introduce yourself? Okay, so (laughs) this feels so funny. (laughs) Okay. Talk to, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Who are you? Okay. (laughs) Okay, so I'm Emma. I'm 18, and I'm half American and half Sierra Leonean, but I'm from the Czech Republic. Like, that's where I was born and raised. And I'm really glad Baylor asked me to do this because I think it's super cool. We're going to talk about the early 2000s and how yeah. they're coming back. Slay. And this is this is why I wanted to talk to you about it, too, because we're both Gen Zers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've just started to pick up on little things, um, I think, from a design standpoint or. Well, yeah, because we're also both like into design. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Emma's an artist as well. And well, I guess I'll just ask first, like, where, where do you feel like you notice it? Are we we what what? 2000s things are your favorite Um, what do you think of so when i started watching the l word like that Mm. was one show where i really i really noticed the fashion and like um it's like the you know it's a lesbian show like where Mm -hmm. yeah and so it takes place in like the early 2000s in la and i really like it because it's like all of the characters had their very own like distinct sense of sense of fashion and so that's one thing where i really saw it and then i was watching black mirror like two days ago Mm. And I don't know, it was like the premise was like that old people when they die can go back to whatever era that they want to and like live without pain and whatever. And so in that, like I saw them flash back to the 2000s. And for me, that was like, I don't know, just like the clothes, just everything about it. Like, I just love it. Like if I could go back to any era and like exist, then that's what I would go to. Just like the clothes, just everything. Yeah, the the clothes for sure. I see that in your fashion sense sometimes. And that's why I try to kind of emulate it. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I what, what kind of clothes do you do you think of with 2000s i really yeah. think of low-rise jeans i think of that's really what small, i was trying to find yeah. the words for yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i didn't know yeah. yeah perfect um low-rise jeans i would say like um like halter tops kind of tank tops like small tops that are very like i don't know unique in a way yeah. that's like not i don't know like kind of away from like yeah. the sheen like fast fashion like so generic and i like very distinct patterns i would say mm-hmm. or like just a lot of color together. too like yeah. i feel like it was a really colorful time. I feel like all the things I think of yeah. come from like a weird, and this might be a, a warped image of the 2000s, but I feel like I think of a lot of my old textbooks and how they would have pictures of like, like I, all the Spanish textbooks that we had would have like pictures of children roller skating or whatever. Oh, damn. And, I'd, and they'd always be wearing like purple and green and colors that now, honestly, I just think they don't go together. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> that's kind of a but lot. But somehow of it, yeah. they, they, the only way they go together is like that era is encapsulated by like it makes sense in yeah that it era. does it really does yeah but and it's weird because i didn't like any of those colors well like, that's the thing but now i'm starting to embrace it again yeah. like i kind of dig that's it that's what i like yeah, yeah like the mismatch of it all like where it's yeah. just kind of it kind of looks bad but like that's how it looks good like that's what i like well i think this is one of the things i wrote down so like i'm curious how irony turns into genuine yeah nostalgia or like um, I think thrifting is like a huge key to any um, or secondhand clothes in general just is like is like a, a way that fashion returns obviously it's like the next generation that comes through you're broke as a teenager and young adult and so you just go get stuff from yeah. the thrift store and th- it's like a fun thing to do with friends or alone yeah. so I, I was in the thrift store the other day and I noticed a group who frankly I felt like was being kind of annoying but <laughs> But they were all like holding up, you know, sort of very 2000s looking shirts yeah. and windbreakers and things and being, oh, my gosh, could you imagine if I wore this to the gym and whatever? I was watching that kind of being like, this is infuriating. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just watching. It just seemed no, like I was like, like I don't want to hang out too. with them. But at the same time, I <laughs> I like the the fixation on old. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It, like, it's funny. You feel to like me, it's too mostly. much, but it's also nice. Yeah, yeah. I think I just like to hate sometimes. Yeah. Oh, on being whatever. a hater but, is fun, yeah. But yeah, it is. But like, I think they were holding up a shirt with like, just like a huge sublimated like dragon in like, on Wait, like a pink sub- sequiny shirt, like printed without ink. Okay. Or is that possible? I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't know. Printed into the fabric, okay. not onto the fabric is sublimated. Okay. But uh, so yeah, they were, they were holding up sort of that kind of thing that maybe my grandma would have worn in the... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, maybe it's because my grandma would have worn it that I was like, you take that back. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't know. Mm. The, so the irony 
like I feel like that it always starts that way. It's always funny, yeah. like putting on these wild yeah, pairs exactly. of sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. And then you kind of start you know? to like it. Yeah. And then you're like, actually, yeah. I look kind of dope in these. No, that's yeah. exactly what happens to me. It's like I pick something up and I'm like, that is so hideous. And then it's like, I kind of want it. Um, what is that? Do you think? Like, what makes you? I don't know. I feel like what, it's, what turns in your mind? It's the idea that it can be kind of ugly and kind of bad, and that someone won't like it, but I still like it, and I still want to wear it. So and that's like, like you own the. Like yeah it's almost like a exactly like thing. when you put it together and then it like works out well it's like okay i've done this like it's nice like i can i don't know i can do things like this or mo- like more so for me it's like i like taking um like kind of crafting and this i don't want to make it sound like better than it is but mm. like i like taking old stuff or just finding shit for really cheap and then kind of cutting it and like cropping it into the way that i want it to look yeah and fashion every time i think is there's always like a period of modifying what was to make it new and yeah. cool like i was talking to somebody the other day who we were talking about what we might talk about here she was saying each generation that comes through like it's it's all the kids kid like teenagers through young adults it's like people that are attractive and can pull anything off <laughs> she was saying like people will just start wearing clothes that are old and for some reason it works yeah that's <laughs> very like, true yeah like people pull it off i don't know one of those like trends that i felt like was always like weirdly attractive is like the tying your jeans with like a shoelace yeah like it's so unnecessary <laughs> but <laughs> that's so funny because i hate that <laughs> i don't know why it just i every time i see it i'm like <laughs> yeah they, they don't need a belt <laughs> yeah, that's oh that's cool. so funny no yeah because that was the big thing that was a such it a was, huge thing yeah. yeah almost in the last you know like round the last, of yeah <laughs> yeah like in the past yeah i don't know what that i don't know is i don't either yeah but maybe no, that's yeah. it. Maybe it was just like '90s jeans, yeah. And people I don't know. were just like, "I can't. This does not fit me." <laughs> so people. <laughs> well, just, yeah, exactly. Because people would take shit that was just so huge, and then it was like it. You just tie it with the thing, and it's like. And somehow that's cool, and yeah, it works. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like people are doing that again now, but now yeah. it's like all this 2000s stuff. People are getting rid of, I guess. Or yeah. they, or I don't know. I again. feel like now, though, the kind of like general trend, I at least what I've seen like on TikTok and whatever, like people are trying to actually do more what feels like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's kind of because of this awareness of like um, fast fashion and how much it sucks. So mm-hmm. people just try and kind of find like what's them without having to go through like the whole like process of just buying what's cool and buying what's in like at the moment. And, and what they're know, trying the very to short charge time. you for. Like with the, with place, like fast fashion places will, and it's pretty cheap, but they're, they're marketing it to you now like they want you to yeah they want you to get it right it now full like, price yeah. now and so you can either do that or you can go to <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. store here and just find yeah, everything exactly yeah i don't know like, i just i much prefer it like being able to find stuff on your own in your own time without having to rush it because you feel like you need clothes like you know mm-hmm. this second yeah thrifting i feel like was one of those things that I think about a lot. It's a cheap way to get clothes. It's good for the environment. Um, yeah, it's funny. I wrote repurposing a whole era. Like once once the clothes kind of come back, it's like we examine the whole era again. Like we try and take back the era. Yeah, either take it back or like I think we just, uh, we go, oh, I remember these jeans, <laughs> whatever, like from Hannah Montana or mm-hmm. something. And you just start to re-immerse yourself yeah. in, the, in the either the culture of your youth or the culture that you remember from certain pop culture things you liked, or yeah. I don't know things you were yeah obsessed exactly with in high like specific mementos yeah. yeah. Um, I always think of the like I don't know the shows and stuff from the two thousands. I don't know when when you're a kid, I, I feel like I was able to watch some TV and that was what we were mm-hmm. and we were only able to watch Disney Channel, which maybe we've talked about. But uh, so I feel like I associated with Wizards of Waverly Place, mm-hmm. Hannah Montana, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a Raven. Mm. Um, I, I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob, but they didn't. I wasn't either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we missed out on a whole yeah. realm of comedy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, but and I don't think I would like it now. Sorry, that was a sidetrack. But I don't know if I would either. I, actually, I don't know. I could probably appreciate it now. Mm. I think at the time I wouldn't have liked it. Mm. Yeah, I don't think like, I would have either. I my don't parents know, strangely enough just didn't. They were like, no. Yeah. It's, no, my mom was like, it's gonna rot your brain. That yeah. It does sound kind of stupid. <laughs> no, it fully <probably> does. <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, well, I could have, you know. But, okay, so baggy jeans. Mm-hmm. And, well, that was kind of a 90s thing as well. But yeah. but like you said, the low-rise jeans kind of thing. I don't know. For some reason, this is something that 
there there are a couple things with the 2000s that were in all these shows that I feel like I couldn't stand at the time and now I'm coming around yeah to them which to me I I'm always like the I feel like I always catch on to a trend right at the very end of it like <laughs> the first one I really yeah. remember is like no show socks like I didn't like Was them. that a trend? Yeah, in okay. the in the like people I mean were, I was for it. People started wearing no show socks a lot in elementary school okay. and I was like no, that looks <laughs> stupid. But then right as everyone was starting to move to those Nike uh like black the, yeah, socks or whatever i was like, the, like you know what yeah. no show socks are actually kind of dope yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then i like that's how every trend goes for me so are baggy jeans almost over do you think baggy because jeans? i like them now i don't know just in general like not tapered at all like i, I like okay. right now where they kind of go the d- thing is i don't know on my shoe that way i feel like almost I, like pajama pants or yeah. something no that's what i like about them um i don't know i kind of like I don't know. I feel like it's very particular to like who you are and like who you kind of associate with because mm-hmm. I feel like for the, like, you know, the average like straight guy, whatever, he's still going to be wearing like the fucking skinny jeans with like, you know what I mean? I feel like it kind of depends, but I don't know. I feel like baggy jeans are kind of the replacement to like mom jeans. So mm. I feel like we could potentially be reaching. No, I, you know, I don't even know if I want to say that, but like, I feel like mom jeans are almost like still around i guess i but feel it's like they're more around but it's more millennial like yeah that's true that's true um so i don't know i don't know if i have a concrete answer mm-hmm. but i feel like for now at least like people are still gonna be wearing baggy jeans mm-hmm. what do you think about these fluffy bags i don't even know if this Wait, is a 2000 bags. thing <laughs> but i've been seeing as i walk around this oh i hate them i know which one i <laughs> like these carpet looking yeah purses that i just again in this city where it rains every day i'm like that has to be inconvenient so soggy and <laughs> terrible within like four days yeah what, what is it I, I feel like the colors are what reminds me of the 2000s like they're always like leopard print either leopard or like purple or sort of this mint green or you like yeah. um yeah i don't know they remind me of like a, a justice store yeah. Oh, speaking of justice, I was so like I always wanted to go to justice so badly, and we didn't have, so I couldn't go. And then when we would go to the states, like justice was like the place that I could go and like feel like an American kid. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, like when I think of that, I just remember like all the like ostentatious like colors <laughs> and like the pink and the yellow and yeah, I had a bathing suit from there, and that was like my like I don't know, it was like the pinnacle of like my like fashion sense when I was like fourteen. I actually the bathing suit I actually got like this was the start of my like second hand like journey I guess yeah I got it off of my friend for like 70 crowns which is like two euros uh-huh. um so yeah that's kind of like reminiscent of that I guess wait what was the original I was talking about justice no like... but you asked a question oh the fluffy bags oh yeah um no I don't know I hate the bags I hate um seeing them because they're also very I feel like it's a trend that people a lot of people saw on TikTok and then this again like this is my issue with fashion now is like they the companies like push all these clothes and these trend cycles and so when you like by the time you get it it's already gone and i feel like with these bags um that's kind of to me when i was like on tiktok i would see this was a trend that was really in Mm -hmm. and so i feel like now um i I personally i don't like how they look um but i mean i guess that's they're they're striking like i feel like when i see somebody wearing i'm like wow that's a statement yeah but again then i think of function like yeah. immediately and i'm like no yeah. <laughs> no i don't know personally i'm for like i don't mind if it's not functional um if it looks good yeah but i don't know with the bags it's just i don't know it's not for me sorry i really hyper fixated on those no i really uh, i wanted to talk <laughs> about that for some reason like when i was thinking about things to talk about the other day i thought we got to get to the bottom of these bags yeah. <laughs> i really don't know what it is yeah they also don't have like i don't i can't imagine them having like pockets or anything inside of them like i think it's just like a loose thing where you put your shit so it that's does, also it like, looks like a tote bag yeah but, exactly but huge and like a, a fuzzy carpet yeah from the 70s or yeah. something <laughs> yeah yeah um <coughs> yeah i don't know so you mentioned tiktok and yeah. i'm not on tiktok oh, so God. you might have to explain to me some of the 2000s things that are coming back okay via tiktok um I, I don't know. I'm not really like in a 2000s capsule of TikTok. So it's more just like when I see videos about fashion or stuff about fashion, it's like um, usually like, how do you say? Like there's usually like clips from each different era, I guess. Yeah. And then you can kind of just see like encapsulated kind of like 
the whole of not the whole but like a like a sliver of what fashion was and is like when you say clips of the era like video from oh, that time or uh no people try and like emulate that so they take uh. like they craft like there's this one account that like crafts um uh like sets that match the era and then they like take clothes from that era they take like fabrics from that era and they try and emulate the feeling huh. of that era and then like place themselves with the clothes in that era yeah what is that do you think like i don't know is this for i mean tiktok is its own yeah i, this own is why I feel like i should be on there as an anthropologist because <laughs> i'm so curious but I, I know i would be sucked in yeah in some way oh. yeah i don't know like are people is it for the the algorithm like do people want to the algorithm to catch them mm. or is it like are people really do we want to be in the 2000s a little bit like are yeah. we what well, you know, actually, I feel like there is a little bit of that, like just the need to escape from like what's going on now. I feel mm. like people not necessarily like intentionally turn back through fashion, but kind of in a way like I was watching this YouTube video yesterday, actually. And it was like a video of like a class, a graduating class in 1996. And I was looking at the comments and all of the comments were just so like, oh, I wish I had been born in this era. Look at how mm. happy these people were. They didn't have cell phones. They didn't have this. They didn't have whatever. And it's like, okay, sure, that's true. But of course, there's other issues, you know? So it's yeah. like... My friend used to say that a lot. Like, it was like an ignorance is bliss kind of yeah. thing. Like, uh, the 2000s, I feel like, were this weird transition period from the 90s. Like, when, when Friends came on Netflix, I feel like there was like a big 90s resurgence. People were thrifting okay. mom jeans and all this. Oh, okay. Like, like you said, like, the millennials kind of said, oh, maybe I'll move to New York. <laughs> and <laughs> maybe I'll uh, tie a string around my pants yeah <laughs> but the 2000s i feel like now are like this continuation and it's almost like we're transitioning to a new period again like i don't know i'm thinking all the ai stuff right now is like transitioning in the way that the internet was yeah. coming into the foreground then yeah kind of i see what you're saying like a little bit like i, d I don't have like an answer of course but no, it's yeah. like i'm just curious what's being mirrored like yeah yeah, I feel like, well, that's the thing. With a lot of the fashion stuff that I look at, it's a lot of, like, people that encourage, like, their own personal expression. So I follow some people that have, like, 1920s-inspired dress. And I've seen some stuff that's, like, this era of fashion and where we are now is, like, people being able to do their own individual thing mm -hmm. um, in terms of fashion. So, like, for me, that's, I would say that's, like, pretty 2000s-adjacent. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's, a, like, it's, I think... People are trying to do their own thing and encourage like individualism and like uniqueness um, to try and combat like the sense of like fast fashion and like just overbearing like I don't want to say capitalism because that sounds too like, you know, but yeah, there are so many parts of capitalism, yeah. but it's like it, it, you're right. Though, like consumer culture. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Like there are new things all the time that you yeah. should buy and whatever. Exactly. so it's like, yeah, so how almost do you taking find, that back yeah. and saying I'm going to yeah exactly stay in this period is like we we want this to last not that we want it to last a little longer in all aspects like the values and the whatever but like we're gonna hold on to what we can and let it work its way out yeah instead of like just moving on fast yeah, to the next exactly thing. Like, like the constant next thing like i feel like you can kind of try and get away from it at least yeah true <coughs> yeah it, it's funny yeah. <laughs> you, we were talking about the um the eras that come back and the people it's more of an individual thing like individualism is returning a little uh returning i don't know i don't know if Coming it ever got away but I don't yeah know. i don't know i feel like and almost it's like we're about to be allowed to be individuals really for the first time <laughs> in a way what like, do you mean i just read this book by byung chul han uh, called the burnout society and it was kind of about how we have been in this disciplinary society of like all the things that you can't do for a long time and in the last series of years, we've started transitioning to this achievement society where it's like you can do anything and everything. That you like put your mind There's to. There's the freedoms that we're now allowed are making it overwhelming the amount of choice that we mm. have. So yeah. it's like with the amount of choice that we have, that means each person can kind of choose how they want to express, who they yeah. want to be, what they want to do in in most cases. And it, um, like I said, it's, it's overwhelming sometimes yeah, having all that sure. choice. So I think people can express themselves through 
a, a number of ways. Fashion is mm-hmm. a big one. Like, yeah. it's almost, I'm experimenting right now with how I'm expressing myself through my yeah. clothes. Because I feel like I didn't, I, I no? dressed very, well, I don't know. I've just had a, maybe, okay, maybe that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I just also have gone in different ways. I did like sort of designer, like oh, uh, okay. graphic designer um, vibes. Like I was wearing a lot of like, functional clothing cargo pants okay. with like cool pockets and yeah. all this kind of stuff i mean that kind of slays it does kind of slay um i feel like that was kind of my look for a while but mm-hmm. now i'm like experimenting with what everyone else is uh enjoying or wearing at like the time. trying like, out i haven't i've never really like wanted to be a part of the mainstream in terms mm-hmm. of fashion but now I, I've, i'm trying to, i'm trying to find some enjoyment in it yeah and like participating i don't know no i think Maybe it's fun yeah no i think it's fun and that's one thing when i moved here like i remember being like when i was in um like consistently throughout my childhood i always wanted to experiment with like fashion and stuff and i remember like just backing out because i was like i don't want to like i don't want to go to school and have people comment on my outfit or whatever you know yeah. like if i'm trying something new i don't want to get you know like either if it's compliments or like you know like shitty comments i don't want that yeah and so when i moved here and i could kind of like do my really like do my own thing for the first time i really found myself like experimenting with fashion so much more because it's like i don't know anyone like i can literally do whatever i want and so for me that was like the like turning point i guess where i started actually wearing what i wanted to and like experimenting like oh when i bleached my eyebrows that for me that was like the one thing like that that and i also think that's kind of like 2000s adjacent with like to the return of the no brow like you know what there's this whole like um timeline of the eyebrows and like the different eyebrow trends Mm. and it's like in the 2000s and in the 90s it was very like thin like literally like drawn on brows and then like in the i don't know 2010s whatever it was like the huge like blocky brows um i do actually remember that Yeah. yeah and so it's like for me that was kind of like i don't know a style that i put myself into and then i like express myself more through that and then i just kind of i don't know i think fashion is a really nice way to like express yourself and kind of not express your values like intrinsically i don't know if that's yeah. the right word um but just like to put a little bit of yourself self out there yeah i don't know maybe i need to do something with my eyebrows <laughs> but i haven't what really thought about it. <laughs> design in general okay Again, we already talked about the colors a little bit, that yeah. purple and turquoise. Again, yeah. that was more of a 90s thing, purple and turquoise. I, I don't know if I knew if I knew that. Yeah, I don't know. I, this is just what sticks out mm. to me. I feel like a basketball team, the Charlotte Hornets, came out a couple years ago rebranding like with this whole purple and turquoise scheme. And I was like, okay, the 90s officially like hit yeah. the mainstream sports culture again. Like All, the, all their jerseys were like really again like these sublimated graphics i'll explain sublimation real quick for the nerds out there um if you don't want to screen print shirts or something which is like to print with ink on top of the fabric okay there is some way to print into the fabric of a shirt or any garment with any image or graphic so like you can print like galaxy print into stuff or like somebody's face and that kind of thing if you do that, like screen printing usually makes you pick, you know, one or two colors or you can kind of go up to four or five um, before it gets really expensive. So sublimation was like this way that they would, I don't, I don't even know how they do it. Like whether it's like a spray, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not going to make shit up, but you can print like a whole image with all of its color into the fabric of stuff. Okay. So. Wait, but does it look better? Like what's, sorry. No. Did, <laughs> oh, it's, it looks in the my same. opinion no it i don't like sublimation that okay. much i feel like the the ultimate frisbee community also <laughs> sublimates a lot <laughs> okay one of my other projects that never took off was i was <laughs> i created a community for like ultimate frisbee design fanatics online i, mean, and, I uh, think that's really cool well yeah it, it was cool for like two months until i just totally abandoned the whole thing and <laughs> and all the people that were a part of it <laughs> Like, Literally I somehow me. got other people to participate, and then I was like, bye, guys. <laughs> See but, you later. <laughs> but the, um, yeah, I don't know. This sublimation was, like, the bane of my existence for a while. And now I kind of am, I've come around on, like, yeah, exactly. Okay. Emma pulled up a, a picture of some weighted stuff. Can you describe that? How um, would you describe this? I don't know. It looks tacky. <laughs> it looks tacky. That's right. Yeah. It's all the things you get sponsored on, like, like a sponsored ad on, like, any okay. website. 
that's like, do you want to buy an optical illusion as a T-shirt? Oh. Uh, like, <laughs> they couldn't screen print that, so those are usually sublimated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's very over the top. It's like, you know, just flashing colors. It doesn't look real. Like, I, I don't It doesn't. Know. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, and if you stretch out the fabric, it really looks weird because, it, it, like, the way that it's printed, it, it doesn't, you can see the threads in between the okay. printed material. So oh, it, like, so it starts looks stretchy. to look... Yeah, like you can warp the yeah. images and stuff. I don't know. It looks odd to me. I don't like it very much. But yeah, sublimation, I, I don't know when it came around, but I feel like the capability of technology to do that, to print shirts like that for the first time, which had to be, I guess, an early 2000s or 2010s thing. Yeah, yeah. actually, I remember my uncle started doing stuff like that. That's really he had cool. a, a brand called Picture This in the early 2000s where he would print like images onto T-shirts and stuff. I don't know how he did it. I might have to ask. Yeah. Technology started to get good, you know? So it was like yeah. there was more capability. Uh, that yeah. was the other thing. Like the colors were the first thing I think about all the time with design. But I started thinking about like how digital technology started to evolve around that time as well. Like cell phones, they were getting mass produced and designed in a new way. Yeah. When I think of that, I think of like when Apple came out with the phones, the color ones. Like the 5C. Color Apple phones? Yeah. Uh, Apple phones. iPhones. <laughs> no, but you don't know this. <laughs> I remember the iPods You'd... and okay, well, when they had the colored yeah. computers. Like the, oh, yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Macs with the... Uh, yeah, I think that was around that time. Yeah. Um, like the, with yeah. the big bubble backs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, and I faintly, like, I faintly remember that. Those um, were pretty cool. Yeah, they were. They, I don't know. Pretty I like cool. how they look. Like, I feel like yeah. there's too much of this, like, whole, like, sleekness thing, which I like. But I also like the old. Like, yeah, I don't know. that's part of this pattern, I think. is mm. like my friend John has this theory that everything in design goes. For, he's not even a designer. He's just a funny guy. <laughs> and we talked when we were roommates for a little while. We talked about this trend where cars and phones and technology of various kinds like goes from round to boxy and back yeah. to round and back to boxy. Like, yeah, I can see that on a constant yeah. loop. So every time new stuff comes out, I just think, is it round or is it boxy? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, that's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, 90s cars and all this were, like, really boxy. And then 2000s cars were, like, bubbly and had these, like, weird lights with, like, everything got really organic looking, mm. like, in terms yeah. of shapes. Actually, when you mentioned the, like, colors and the boxy and the round, I think of, I once saw this thing, like, on TikTok, obviously. Um, the aesthetic is very, like, bubbly. It's very light. It's airy. It's, like, it's kind of linked to the computers. Like, the aesthetic of the... I don't know why I'm thinking of Polly Pocket. Um <laughs> I mean, Polly Pocket slaps. Wait, let, let me wait. Okay, I'm trying. I'm thinking airy. Like, what do you mean airy? Like, um, just light. Like the desktop. When you have the desktop of um a com like of a computer, it was very like. I don't know. I'm thinking of the specific like check ad, but I can't. Oh, okay. I can't. Um. I feel like there was this fascination for a while with making everything smaller and lighter and yeah, yeah, and yeah, looking, yeah, exactly like that. Looking yeah. like it doesn't, like, cause that was the. You know, all these 80s phones were, like, so blocky and yeah. you had to carry them in its own bag and that kind of thing. And I feel like the until, like, now, pretty much, like, the trend has been, like, how small can we make them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that, I, I guess we kind of let go of that a couple years ago. Like, yeah. I feel like it, for a long time it was, like, Sam, who's going to make it smaller, Samsung or Apple? Yeah. Like, who can get to the where it's the it's smallest stupid. it can be? Yeah. And then Google made the Google Glass thing, like, the Wait, little with the glasses. Eyes? Yeah. And we were, like, too small. <laughs> No, collectively that was a no and they, yeah. they had uh, this whole fascination with like did you, did you remember when they had the snapchat lenses like they had snapchat glasses yeah like in 2015 they had snapchat glasses yeah um too wow much. 2015 yeah. yeah wow yeah pretty that's pretty advanced stuff yeah i don't know like again i feel like that was one of those loops just like anything else like we kind of we're like we have to make it small and then <laughs> why, why exactly yeah like what's like, the reason <laughs> i don't know just to figure out how far we could go and yeah. then now i feel like we've settled into like now this is what's functional like yeah. this shape for phones seems to work yeah like exactly. a little rectangle that we all carry in our pockets yeah. is like the it's thing we weird. settled on yeah yeah no i don't know i think phones are so weird i like uh, just and computers too like yeah. i feel like they yeah they, i don't know if this is what you're talking about either but they, they had this mac for a while that was like a bubble base like it just had like a, a semicircle or a semi uh ha half a globe whatever you call yeah. it and it had like a a stick kind of that the monitor was on oh, so it just weird. looked kind of like it's floating in a weird way and 
now we kind of oh, have those again but the 2000s just like we made everything fun kind of yeah like every the yeah, goal exactly. was like to make it kind of like look Pop whimsical and, and like stand out yeah yeah like yeah. this doesn't look like other technology yeah. or this doesn't look like other you know whatever but it's funny because all the stuff on the computers and whatever like I, I was thinking about this the other day i was trying to find the word for for this uh principle in design and i found it it's called skeuomorphism i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right but it's like you know that thing where digital interfaces will mimic what whatever they're supposed to be representing in real life like so you know how the notes app originally like had like a notes font like a handwriting font and oh. it was on like yellow lined yeah. paper in the notes app and whatever yeah so they're like trying to make you feel like you're doing it in real life yeah by like I, I don't know it. i feel like that's maybe the skeuomorphism was like the transition that we needed to to mm -hmm. being able to understand digital interfaces but it was like um like all these wait do you mean the the skew how do you skeuomorphism yeah it's a weird <laughs> word it, like the spelling is strange i don't know oh okay yeah, so i'm see? gonna say skeuomorphism skeuomorphism like pseudo yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um but the skew that you're suggesting you're saying that the skeuomorphism yeah, was before which which like it I was the like transition I, before I, or after the transition from the 90s to now like okay. so this you know how we used to oh, actually okay, file things and then computers in order to make sense of how they were storing our information yeah they, they made it easy us for us to like yeah because even though it's on the computer and it's stored a different way it's like it's like okay it's you understand file. the file you'll file it in a folder yeah yeah so it's like okay. digital interfaces no, yeah, using our sense. understanding of the physical world yeah. to like to move us into the digital environment yeah i feel like the 2000s was like the home of that even though we didn't not intentionally it just like that's the way we were making sense of everything online was like the youtube app looked like yeah. a tv <laughs> to begin with and yeah the uh it was mostly the app icons i feel like yeah. what was the other the photos app was always like it looked like it a camera like an and that app. it and sound is a part of it too like the yeah, shutter sound i remember it i remember it so vividly and you could actually see the physical shutter like close yeah like, yeah yeah true. i forgot about that actually yeah but like when ios 7 came out i don't know if you when remember I that love, wait what ios 7 on the i iPhones, can't distinguish that was like them. the when it became oh, what it is now when it became like circular yeah like when they changed i remember it so vividly when they changed the lock screen like um the passcode from squares to circles is that the one I think so. Yeah. Wait, what is it? What is it now? It's circles. It's <laughs> like when, when you go to type in your phone, it's circles. And before it used oh, to, it was dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, now you don't even need it because there's a fucking whatever. The ice cream, yeah, the touch button screen, was whatever. still there. But like, <laughs> it was when they went from slide to unlock. Like, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess I, I don't know. That might have still stayed. I don't remember. I don't but I think they they changed the like everything got transparent and like yeah um, and pretty. Bubbly. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, nice. Like, it was when they. I feel like as technology designers they finally trusted us to be like like now they know how to use <laughs> notes on here like you can you know? let them go yeah we, yeah we can everybody lives in this environment now like yeah. it doesn't have to look the same yeah, way it looks exactly yeah. yeah like the garage band amp doesn't have to look like an, <laughs> an amp actual for someone to app. understand how yeah. it works yeah, yeah. Like, um i don't know i just thought that was a funny no i don't know i kind of like that because i've never really given it much thought but like when you said that it's like you know, like, I feel like the designers, they have to keep these things in mind, mm -hmm. which is never something that I've ever really thought of. It's like, it's there, I'm going to use it. But I never thought of how they would actually have mm -hmm. to, like, make sure people can understand the use and, like, yeah. let it function. Yeah. We're almost to the point where people know how to use everything so well that now it's boring. Like, mm -hmm. my friend asked me, he sent me a yeah. text yesterday to ask if design maximalism is coming back. And I, I don't fully know what that is. <laughs> but I guess, like... It's just that, you know, everything got so minimal for a while yeah. in the 2010s. Like, everything got really corporate. Like, mm. all these sort of startup 2000s internet brands, like Airbnb and Facebook mm. and all this stuff. Like, they had bubbly logos and yeah. scripty kind of things. And then they all went, like, yeah. sans serif, totally just bland. flat. Yeah. Which I think looks nice and sleek in its own way, but it's kind of fun yeah like we again, were looking the, at something going back to the 2000s i feel like we are going back to like having more fun mm -hmm. in our technology again yeah i don't know i feel like that's something that we kind of need like if it's fun i don't think it's a bad thing yeah yeah no i think you're right though um we were talking about how thrifting is one of those ways where we re-examine the past yeah. you know in terms of our values and mindset 
how how do you feel like the re-examining of the 2000s is going um well i think values and mindset like to me when i flash back to like the 2000s i like like make the distinction between like what i like about the fashion and like the aesthetic and what like i think is cool to visually look at and between the actual mindset that was like going on at the time because like for example with the l word again like um it's a show about like lesbians and just queer people in la in like 2005 i like the clothes like how they look whatever but it's like when you actually examine like the mindset and like stuff in the show it's very toxic it's like there's a lot of biphobia there's a lot of like uh, transphobia so i feel like you have to make the distinction between values and like the actual way it presents itself Mm -hmm. you know like in like the aesthetics that we like and like are flashing back to it sounds like if that's in the show too then that's like a way for not only the people who wrote it to re-examine the like to see it from where we are now is like a way to recognize what was happening to us yeah exactly and that's yeah that's the thing they also made a like a rerun um and it's called generation q and it's like going on now i think Mm -hmm. um and it's like then they have characters like more like more diverse characters they have like you know they detach from what was before but while still having the same characters so it's like a revamp the same characters but just with a more like um an adjacent mindset to what most not most people but what i what i find personally like acceptable today mm-hmm. the 2000s were rife with like this duality kind of mindset like i, I at least in most of the pop culture that i was aware mm-hmm. of from that time like a lot of rom-coms that kind of thing from mm-hmm. the 2000s are like really good and they're tacky and fun yeah like i don't know like i for some reason i just remember my parents always putting that kind of thing on and you'd watch and be like well that's a fun story and they are but they're like now I rewatch them sometimes. I'm like, no, they're essentially like problematic. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, either problematic, like in its real content, or just like there was such a fa- a fascination or fixation with like hyper success, mm. or like, and if you didn't succeed, you're a failure. And if you didn't, like, if you're not cool, then you're lame. If you yeah. don't win, then you're a loser. And like, yeah. there's all this like real, like you, you, there's either one or the other, and there's no in between. Mm. And there's almost yeah. like you're not valuable if you're not like the cool mm-hmm. that the 2000s embodied, yeah. which was already like kind of an unhealthy cool. Like I, we watched uh, Lost in Translation, a friend and I, I this don't know it. last week. Yeah, it was a it, it was a 2000 movie, I think 2003 uh, with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. And it was like it, I had never seen it actually either. It was a good movie, but <laughs> there was this whole exchange with the guy was uh, flirting with a girl and he or she was like, oh, my friends think I'm anorexic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was going to say that. Oh. And it was like in a, a flirty way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's ridiculous. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And like, <laughs> so, yeah. But it's like, no, no, no. We I were mean, not, it's not that long ago that yeah. we were like. Exactly. Yeah. People's no. body types was like such a fixation. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it still is, but like, yeah. um, no, like, and that's what I was kind of thinking of when you were talking about that. It's like, for example, with Mean Girls, like yeah. that is like the one show where it's like you just in all these like two thousand esque like um movies, whatever shows. Mm-hmm. There's so many like um, not I would I wouldn't say controversial, but just like unhealthy standards of like beauty and thinness, and it's like in Mean Girls, like the central like one of the central points and like plot lines is um what's her name regina getting fat because katie's giving her like the bars and um Mm -hmm. wait have you seen it i have yeah um and it's like that's so unhealthy like that is so unacceptable (laughs) like i don't know and it's like it's a funny funny thing and that that movie is like a comedy so they're kind of poking fun at it yeah but it's still like it's still i don't know i don't like it part of it yeah exactly yeah it doesn't really distance itself from what it's trying to like make satire yeah and we're only able i think to like really distance ourselves now that we're a little farther along Mm. but it like but looking back you just think like why yeah this is how did we let this happen for so long yeah i don't get it but yeah i I mean i guess there's a lot of reasons but yeah i don't know like the aesthetics and beauty standards was the main Mm. thing i feel like but even relationship standards uh, you know like i feel like all the movies that i watched had this I feel like it was a lot of wedding, mm. like the wedding planner, the wedding singer, the <laughs> I don't know, I crashers. always avoided those. Uh, that's just three I <laughs> named that had wedding in it. But yeah. I feel like there are others as well that, uh, like, come on this idea of, like, almost, like, codependent relationships yeah. and that kind of thing where, 
and almost a lot of them where you where they don't like each other very much yeah and they're gonna get married anyway and that kind of thing and it's like well what if there was one more person that comes in and saves the day by like making the the bride realize that she doesn't love him or whatever mm. but then it's like then she falls in love with a new guy and it's still the same yeah it's not the like same, you it's can heal yourself it's like what if you know there was someone's somebody gonna that come save you make to, you yeah. realize that you're making a mistake or whatever yeah uh yeah like which i don't it's i don't know it's not exactly in the same like male savior category as a lot of things but it's it's somewhere part of that yeah yeah no I don't, know. I don't know i just feel like there's so many things that link back to like fashion and like weight like for example with weddings like when you think of that it's like there's this like narrative and this is still going on where it's like um like the woman or like has to um like lose such weight to fit the wedding dress you know yeah. and it's like i feel like in the 2000s there was this like such like um there's this kind of like theory that i've seen that it's like um like bodies like bodies and like body sizes whatever go like in and out of trend so mm -hmm. like in the 2000s it was like this immense like thinness and in the 90s they had like this um trend where it was called like the standard of like the average like model was mm -hmm. like it was heroin heroin chic, chic yeah. yeah exactly so yeah. it's like i don't know i just think there's a lot of things that link back to like fashion and stuff but like shouldn't True. be not considered yeah yeah is there a way to avoid that in the future you think like um i don't know i like, like again if, if these patterns kind of repeat yeah like that that's the nice thing i feel like about recognizing patterns is when you recognize it you are more aware so next time that we i think start to value a certain thing like can we look at it from the outside and uh, do you think we have any power over that now or does it um i don't know i kind of want to say no yeah but i don't know i feel like these things are kind of like destined to repeat just in a different pattern mm. um like with have you seen the whole like bbl thing no what's this? no you do you know what a bbl is i don't know it's uh, it's this type of surgery um i don't know what it stands for i know it's the brazilian br butt lift and oh. it's when they <laughs> it's when they go and they like take the fat from your it's like you know the, there's this whole like trend of like um like kim kardashian's body you know yeah and so it's like that like in this era is reminiscent of like the 2000s like intense thinness and so already now like with fashion and i actually saw something really um a really cool video that was like about how kylie jenner mm -hmm. um her kind of empire was built when she was um i don't know in the 2015s and because of that she now like she fit the millennial category and so it's now people like in our era don't associate with her because it's just not it's not like it wasn't um genuine in like the interests of our generation at the time mm. and so i don't know if that makes sense but um yeah so this kind of like it links back to like bodies and how like bodies can go in shape and in style like for the sake of marketing yeah um, and design mm. like even her packaging was like this like sleek kind of um like minimalist ish millennial kind of stuff mm -hmm. um so i don't know i think it's really interesting how all these kind of factors just kind of align together yeah the friend and i were talking about this the other day where um yeah, like the we were talking free will and that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's like I just always thought it has to be both. Like there there might be this overarching pattern that is kind of destined to happen, but it's because we have agency in the moment that we always like follow it out. Yeah, and it just always seems like the right like we're it seems like we're following the right our uh, our intuition our right path and whatever. But somehow it just always uh, we end up doing the same shit. Yeah yeah it's bleak <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know like it's it's bleak and it's I, yeah I don't it know. is bleak sometimes yeah no i think it's bleak but it's fun to recognize that's why i feel like it's there's no i think it's sad in it. it's sad to recognize yeah because then it's like i don't know there's so many fucked up things that have like happened in the past and it's like it's kind of bound to repeat in a different way yeah yeah like <laughs> in a different way yeah that's sad yeah <laughs> no exactly yeah, no, I wait, can, I, wait, can I, I pause this and then you don't put this in yeah okay like i saw i saw this video I, I mean this could actually go in but it's it's not really on the topic of fashion but i saw this thing that it's like essentially like um like the like mining in like africa like now and like the um, have you seen the things with like the investing of like um like chinese companies like investing in oh yeah in africa and it's just like essentially like modern slavery New. 
yeah, yeah. exploitations yeah. all the time yeah, yeah. exactly yeah mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah i mean i can go in <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is what we're talking about, like, in class right now and stuff. Yeah. We just had to watch a whole documentary on, like, uh, on colonialism oh, then so and how it's basically the same yeah, now. Just it's in a just, different form. Yeah. It, we just, every generation, we find new yeah. acceptable versions of slavery. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like new eras to exploit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and I don't know. It, each time we're like, how could they let that happen yeah. before? <laughs> exactly. And, and then we're yeah. like, how are we letting it happen right exactly. now? Exactly. Like, yeah. It's not that we don't know. It's just again, yeah. we I watched some comedy thing the other day where they were like, like about children making iPhones in China and that mm. kind of thing, and they're like, "What do you want iPhones to be nine thousand dollars <laughs> because people made them here?" <laughs> and you're like, "That's a funny joke, but also it's <laughs> it it gets at the, uh, no, the problem." Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like yeah. right now we're sitting here like <laughs> laughing about it. When it's like it's sad. <laughs> it is. It is. But that's. But that's like why I, I don't know. Like I don't. Just, I think that's why we have to talk it through. Yeah. It, and I think that's why it's like important to everything. You have to be able to see the the humor in to get yeah. to what is like. It's funny that we're this self sabotaging as a mm. people. Or like I feel like it's, it's funny just, that we're this self aware and it's like okay and it's still happening. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, at what point does it turn into not a joke anymore? Yeah. And can we like recognize? I, I don't know. Jokes are good for that because mm. they. Being able to make light of the darkness is allowing us to, to well, I handle feel, yeah, it at all. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like if you just like that's the thing. I feel like we're like a like a very like I don't want to say depressed generation, but I feel like kind of That's safe to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I feel like with when you make jokes like this, it's like you're you're saying like we're all acknowledging like we are able to acknowledge what's wrong with it but mm-hmm. like to not get engulfed in how wrong it is we like joke about it mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. i feel like i don't know what we'd do if we didn't because then that's just like straight up depressing yeah 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 so did you watch like hannah montana or whatever um i didn't i watched <laughs> 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 um um i watched hannah montana but i don't think that's the thing we didn't have a tv like until we had a tv when i was i don't know really young yeah and then when i was eight i don't think we did and then we got rid of it and so i would always go over to my friend's house and we would just watch straight tv so that was like a later era of disney channel um but i watched hannah montana actually in hannah montana i had a hannah montana like string backpack so yeah mm. yeah but yeah. I, I don't i'm really pretty sure my it. sister had a, a yeah. hannah montana backpack yeah yeah she definitely got a pink guitar around that era. Oh my god! I had a microphone that was an iCarly microphone that was like it had would play the song and like everything. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but. I feel like that was a that was foundational for us. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what else there is now that we've gone from the light of it <laughs> to the full darkness yeah. of it. Like, cause yeah, like that's how can we solve the it? thing? Is it? Yeah. It always is both. Yeah, you know, like every era had something great. Like, um, you know, again, this was such a uh, a time when so many things changed, I feel mm. like, that it really did, like, highlight a lot of our worst parts and a lot of our biggest potential. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. I feel like with fashion, it's kind of like there's a double-edged, like, sword to everything because... Say sword again. Sword. Okay, nice. Um, And so... I heard the W, but I like <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I feel like there's a double-edged so- sword <laughs> to everything. Yeah. Um, so it's like there's like with fashion, there's like the part that's really cool, and everyone gets to express themselves, and like uh, not everyone, but people get yeah. to express themselves and like like and just show who they are. But then there's always that like under like um, that bit that's underneath that it's like there's a lot of like um, I want to talk about this, but um, <clears throat> like cultural appropriation and like. Mm-hmm. Um, like environmental issues and like just i don't know i feel like with everything now there's both sides but i feel like if you can look like at the bright side and kind of stay away from those patterns or like like be conscious about how you're going about it then you can really turn it into something nice and something that's like a passion and like that you can something that you can have fun doing with yeah so yeah you said you wanted to talk about cultural appropriation yeah i don't know like with i feel like a lot of fashion inspirations and stuff a lot of stuff is taken from like marginalized communities so like for me exactly like this is the one that i keep thinking of just like black culture in general Mm -hmm. regardless of like whether that's american like 
culture um like black american culture or like actual like african culture mm-hmm. um i feel like people take those inspirations and like one misconstrue it and like no one can acknowledge like the actual roots of fashion and what actually like where these inspirations come from and like the risk that if you're a black woman like wearing like if you're a black woman wearing like say you have box box braids whatever and like a white woman has dreads it's like you can't wear you can't wear it because you're scared like a black woman can't wear it because you're scared to there's a risk involved and whereas a white person can do that without so i feel like with fashion like linking it back to fashion i feel like you have to be very conscious and like um you have to acknowledge like the roots and oranges of stuff Mm. like yeah the roots and oranges oranges origins oranges okay yeah yeah what do you think is there a oh. line between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation oh my god um y- y- i don't know i'm like <laughs> i'm hesitant because yeah. i feel like yeah there is but it's a very fucking fine line yeah. like it's very thin and like i feel like with cultural appreciation i feel like that comes more from being a part of the culture through like family mm-hmm. um where it's like if you're getting married to someone um or you're becoming part of a family where like you're attending or your friends you're attending like a cultural event i feel like if that family invites you to take part in your culture to me that's not cultural appropriation yeah. like to me that's appreciation whereas with stuff like that's traditionally like um like black if you're taking that and you have no knowledge and you just like you think it looks cool like for me the big the big one is hair like yeah. i really cannot because people like were literally oppressed for doing black hair and it's like you're gonna go out and wear this and you have no risks and not that it's still not an issue now like it fully is so i feel like that's something that really has to be like taken like with a grain of salt because one everyone has their own opinion which drives me crazy mm-hmm. but um <laughs> yeah i don't know i feel like you have to like really really carefully think and be conscious um and not be hasty in order to like culturally appreciate and not appropriate not be hasty i like that yeah. too you like it takes real thought and time yeah, to exactly it's yeah. not like a thing that just happens yeah true yeah. yeah i don't know we before i left the job that i was working at we had like during covid during all the george floyd protests and stuff yeah. and after in the year or so after there was like a lot of trainings that we had I- at my company like to make people more aware and sensitive of yeah. like these microaggressions in the workplace and all this stuff like I, I actually think they did a great job like they were um these like diversity equity and inclusion mm-hmm. like advocates uh yeah like training programs mm-hmm. and stuff that would come in and work yeah. with our company this one i might not even leave in it's kind of i'm just rambling mm. but th- but i did actually really enjoy like learning more yeah from this outlet i guess like i don't know we we talked about hair a lot because that was like mm. one of those things that was so based on the workplace. It yeah. was like black women couldn't have braids at work for such Wait, a long for time. Real? Well, oh, it, it oh, was I just like, like okay, like in the past, sorry. I in the past yeah. well and but like even up to now, like yeah. I know black women who straighten their hair still for yeah. work because it's just like a habit now. Yeah. But it's because like, you know, you wouldn't show up to a job interview mm-hmm. for a years ago with braids because yeah. it was like y- you just knew it might not work for you exactly which is like fucked up fuck? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and yeah i don't know that a w- white lady with braids with you know like black braids yeah. like that is gonna i don't know that that's a great look for a job interview well either but there's no at the there's same time statistically it's, it's a not, chance that it's not gonna be like it's not gonna inhibit her chance of getting the job exactly yeah yeah no i don't know it's kind of really messed up. Yeah. 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 What are you looking forward to, like what are you looking forward to leaving behind from the 2000s? Mm, well, I think okay, a lot of the big things um like obviously like homophobia or whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you mean like in clothes and stuff? No, just in, in general. general. Um I don't know. I feel like a lot of the attitudes and like casuals um casualness about things that aren't okay yeah um i feel like that was one thing and that's not not that that's completely stopped now but i feel like there's more like social pressure and just like maybe this is just on the internet but like social pressure to not let unacceptable things be acceptable Mm -hmm. um yeah it might be on the internet but the internet really affects what we all do in our lives that's true like um 
I don't think it's the same. You know, like you'll still see people. Like it's easier to type out what you're gonna yeah. say. So sometimes in real life, like you slip up and yeah, and say the wrong thing. But I think it's making people police themselves more, which is mm-hmm. great. And um, you know, like yeah, I don't know. I think we've lost a sense of humor as well. But I don't think. But I think it's good to think about what we're joking about and mm-hmm. what the who the jokes are about. Yeah. Why we're joking about like yeah. Are we exactly. joking about it because it's funny or is it like exactly. because you want to poke fun? Exactly. Like, and like it's covering something else up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's nice to be, like again, I don't. I feel like people get worried that we're getting too sensitive or something yeah. but oh, there's I feel like that it's whole thing yeah. to be sensitive yeah me why too. are we not more sensitive yeah. to people like exactly yeah i i don't know that the the you know the goal should be to at least for a while like i don't know i had a period of uh, the last couple of years where i felt like i couldn't say stuff mm-hmm. and now i feel like i've figured out kind of what i can and can't say yeah i feel like it, you go through a discom- uh, uncomfortable period where you have to re-examine yourself mm. and what you've learned in your whole life yeah. and all this stuff. But that is the goal. Like, you should recon. Like, yeah. you should consider what made you who you are, and uh, what where that puts you for who you're going to be the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And those are choices you can make every day and all the time. So it's like, if yeah. you feel like uh, that, I don't know. No, That's but I kind of I, I know what to. you're. Wait, what was this? No. Um, I feel like that's a, like when you said that, like what makes you who you are? And it's like, I feel like one, everything has to be considered, but also like going back to the sensitive, it's like my entire life, I've been a very like sensitive person, but I didn't want to be. Mm. Right. And so like, I feel like learning that it's okay to be sensitive is like, I think, I don't know. I think that's a nice thing. Like not everything has to be this facade of, oh, it's okay. Yeah. For sensitive people, this is the era where we're like, (laughs) see, like I told y'all. There are still ways that I think we probably struggle in the modern world, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, I don't know. This is the era to, like, teach other people how to be sensitive, I yeah. think, which is nice. Yeah, um, me too. And you have to do that with sensitivity as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People That's who are not thing. sensitive, it's hard to teach them sensitivity when they get defensive. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, um, that's the thing. I feel like people, are, I don't know, but I, like people are so scared <laughs> with like, it's hard thinking about something else. <laughs> Wait, don't put this in. But like, life shouldn't be that hard. Why, <laughs> why is life, why does life have to be like you toughen up so that you can yeah, handle life? exactly. Like why it can't we make life be. easier? Yeah, exactly. Can we bring it to us? Yeah. Like instead of having exactly. to go all well, the way Well, and I feel like if everyone's like, you know, more sensitive, it's like, it's, it's beneficial for everyone. You know, like, who does it harm by being more sensitive? You know, like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I think this is a pretty good place Yeah. to leave things. I feel like it's going really well. I'm happy to have been talking to you. Me I'm going to point out just for a second, just because I saw I lit this what? candle behind him earlier. My f- oh, up on the shelf above you is Jimmy Carter. <laughs> That's who that is in the scary. Wait, which president was he? He was our... I don't remember what number. He was 1976 okay. to 1980. He had a, a turbulent time in office, but he handled everything as a humanitarian mm. and, a, and a lovely, wonderful person. Um, oh, I don't know anything about him. It's okay. He's He entered hospice last night, oh. so I thought about him today. I oh. have a Jimmy Carter thing because he's my favorite. Yeah. So prayers and blessings out to Jimmy Carter and his family because we're – if if we're about to lose him, we're about to lose a, a real one. Like, <laughs> the, if you don't know this, Jimmy Carter has been building homes oh. for people, like, until, like, this year. Like, I mean, he's 98. Oh, my God. That's I old. Think, I think okay. he's 98. Yeah. He's just, like, a good guy. He's from Plains, Georgia. He was a peanut farmer in his oh. younger years. He got to be president through the music of counterculture like okay he, he, oh i remember you saying i was talking about this yeah. a little bit like he he harnessed the power of the people mm. in the counterculture movement and found all the things that people were hopeful about for america and was able to embody a lot of that mm. which should again be our goal most of the time i think to like embody the hope of wherever we are so i love jimmy carter it makes me really sad that that 
he might be history soon. Mm. That's a terrible way of saying that, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I'm just thinking about you, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Emma. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? Um, I don't know anything about Jimmy Carter, but yeah, that's. I'll <laughs> show you a documentary. Okay. We'll watch one right now. Um, but yeah, no, but I'm really glad that um, I got to like come on this. And Me too. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. Yeah, this yeah. is a Just pretty talking, sick you know? setup. Yeah, I'm sorry if I talked over you or anything. No, I'm it's sure I talked over you. So no, it's all fine. good. All right. Yeah. Well, good deal. We yeah. both talked over each other just <laughs> enough, and <laughs> exactly. And I'll see you in right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so slay! Like that was so slay. That's really fun.